Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Mindset Designed Podcast. This is Arlen coming at you with uh, another another question about branding uh, and growing your thousand true fans. So this one's going to come in from Thomas, and Thomas asks, how do you create and provide increasingly more value to your customers, friends, and followers? And okay, Thomas, so I'm going to get into a concept that you know is really one that I've been thinking about a lot lately. And it's this idea that content compounds. So what does that mean? I mean, content can compound in a number of ways, of course, but I'll break down a few of them right now. So the first one that you're asking about, and you can really think of, you can think about this in terms of friendships and relationships with people in your real life. The, you know, the, the old saying goes, make new friends and keep the old. So The friends that you've known since, you know, let's say freshman year of college or even freshman year of high school, when you think about those friends and the relationships that you have with them and the memories you have, they almost like it's like every time you hang out with them, that relationship gets exponentially better and relationships compound over time. So, you know, the relationship you may have with your parents, if you're lucky to have a good relationship with your parents, that relationship gets better and better over time. It, you know, the more time you spend with someone, the more time you appreciate them or the more you appreciate them and it it increases exponentially it's like money if you put money in the bank then that money grows at an increasing rate over time so thomas it's not so much about providing more value you know with all of your content and you know more value like making every video better as it is just being consistent with the content but at the same time it definitely is important to always be thinking you know how can i make my content better the first thing I would focus on is understanding that if you do continue to put out content, even if it's not the best content you've ever put out, because let's be real here, there's just phases in your life where you kind of hit strides of like creating the best work that you maybe potentially ever could um, for, for whatever like situation you're in, you know, like you feel like you're peaking. I mean, for me, for example, when I was in college at BU, I was in such a flow state. I mean, I had all these friends, I had the college niche, like, you know, by the throat (laughs) that's a weird way to put it but um you know it's just really like hammering out videos all the time and they were just so hot you know and i'm never going to be in college again i i'm never going to go back to that phase in my life now that doesn't mean that right now my content isn't good it's still obviously cool and interesting but for to have the trend of like being in college was you know something that i'm never going to get back i'm never going to get that back and i've accepted that but I've also understood that, like, I'm not going to stop making content just because my content isn't, you know, as maybe, you know, exciting to that specific audience. I'm just making different kinds of content. You know, this podcast, for example, it's different. It's 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 different. It doesn't mean it's worse. It doesn't even mean it's better. Um, quality is subjective. Quality is subjective to the audience. It's subjective to the time you put it out. It's subjective to you and your opinion and what you currently enjoying and what you think is good for you. And it's subjective to what's in the market. So the only thing that you can't like say that you're providing less value on, um, the only thing you can't argue with Thomas is the amount of content and work that you're putting in and, and putting out. And so for example, Thomas, like, let's say you're starting more of a personal brand, which is something we've talked about since you're in the mentoring program. Um, you, you know, when you first start putting content out, it's like you, you make a new relationship with someone, you know, you first start dating a new girl, you, don't really know her that well so you know there's not as much to lose but there's not as much to gain because you just met each other now if you start talking a little bit more and you know you hang out for a year two years three years 
every further time you hang out, that relationship, that relationship has the potential to grow deeper and deeper, even more exponentially as time goes on. So again, same thing with your content. When you start off, the relationship you have with your followers, it's like a baby. They don't know you. They don't know anything about you. You're basically like a virtual friend online that they just don't know anything about. But the more you put out, it's kind of like me, right? Like some people have been following me for five years. And with every new piece of content I put out there, they get to know me more and more and more. And it grows increasingly like money in your bank when you invest it. So that, Thomas, is kind of how I would recommend thinking about providing increasingly more value to your friends, to your followers, and treating your followers like friends and starting to grow that that base. Now, in terms of like in making increasing value to your customers, this is a kind of a tangent, but let's see if we can make a parallel here. So I recently got into NFTs or non-fungible tokens, which is basically a digital form of art that you can create and store in the blockchain. And it's really interesting. So the way it works is like, you can go on mintbase.com, you can go to coinbase.com and then buy uh, let's say $100 worth of Ethereum, then go back to mintbase.com and with CoinWallet, you know, scan your QR code to, to create your account, create your store, and then upload a JPEG file of one of your photos, Thomas. So let's just say you, you, know, you take a JPEG that you took of an artist in Canada, since I know you're from Canada, and you upload this JPEG to Mintbase and it turns it into an NFT a non-fungible token, which is basically that image uploaded by you from your Coinbase wallet that you purchased with Ethereum, and it's traced to you and your wallet, so it authenticates it, and it makes a one-of-one image in the blockchain. Uh, and I may be, you know, I, I think I'm explaining this correctly, but I learned about this literally 24 hours ago, so or less than 24 hours ago, so if anyone uh, wants to correct me or send me a message on Instagram, type the first word podcast, and I read all my DMs, so I'll see it. But Thomas, so you can create a, a digital like uh, NFT of that photo of that Canadian rapper, and that can then become a, you know, something you put a price on. You can charge one Ethereum for that photo or whatever you think people would buy it for. And then when they buy it, they get that digital image and it's one of one. There's no way anyone can copy it because it's verified as, you know, they own it in the blockchain. It's, it's pretty cool. But the point is, the reason I brought it up is because when people trade in uh in they trade nfts you can set the trade percentage point um value i don't think that's exactly what it's called but basically anytime let's say someone sell like let's say someone let's say i buy that that nft from you and you take and you you know uh i buy it i pay you one ethereum and then i sell it to my friend felix for one ethereum well you would make 10 percent on every time the um, item is transferred so you're basically making money over time, even if your item gets transferred around. So I know that was kind of like wild. That's probably, you guys are probably like, what the hell was that? Um, I know I just learned about it. If you're into like blockchain and stuff like that, feel free to DM me and you know tell me if there's any things I messed up with that. But I'm pretty sure I just I described it pretty well. Now let's like let's take that and like look at you know your your uh, content that you're putting out there. Because you want to know how to provide increasing value to you and your fan base. One thing that really provides value is just originality. So when you create an original concept, and the way you do it is essentially just through either storytelling, um, you know, like because no one's story is uh, is really replicable because you have your own life experiences. You can just make stuff up. That's one way I 
uh, create original content is I kind of just BS it. And when you just pull stuff out of the ether and make it up and present it to your audience, like I know you're a photographer, Thomas. Let's say you just invent a new style of photography where you like, I don't know, you take photos upside down or something and you just call it, you, you, you call it, I don't know, you just literally make up a name like T photos. So now you made something up. T photos is when you take a photo upside down. You now have a concept that you can pass on to people. And that original concept can pass to that person and it can pass to the next person. And when that person, you know, passes it on to another person, they will always refer back to you and say, oh yeah, Thomas, uh, Thomas Hawes made this concept up. And let me give you like a real world example because I kind of just pulled that one out of nowhere. A real world example of like originality serving that purpose is I have a, um, I have a mentor, his name's Luke, and he invented this concept called like it's called social circle, which is basically it's a, it's a form of networking. But the way that he like teaches it specifically is a way of meeting people and, you know, whether it's business or dating to kind of achieve whatever goals that you have in either business, life or dating. And this concept social circle, you know, I talk about it. I'm talking about it right now and I'm attributing it to him. And you guys might even go look up Luke. His name's Luke G. Crow uh, on Instagram. And you know, so, so the point is like when you create original concepts, those can like pass around the world, kind of like M NFTs passing around. And anytime, anytime someone uses it and references you as the creator of it, it increases your value to them and increases you know your value to you in general. So I think, you know, continuing every day to strive for originality is a really like great place to start. I think again, you know, just being consistent with your content and understanding that your content compounds. And uh, obviously the last one is, which is probably the most simple one I can say is like, always look for ways to upgrade your equipment. You know, I just got this new Shure MV7 microphone that I've been recording on here and people have been liking the the sound on it as well. And so, you know, I, I also, you know, I'm, I, I have my, uh, I just invested in some like studio monitor speakers. I've logged about this. Uh, you can see on my YouTube channel if you're interested in that. And so I'm always looking to like up my quality as well. But the main thing is just continuously putting out content and recognizing that that will grow uh, in, in you know, your audience's eyes. So that is how I'll cap this question off, Thomas. I hope that that was helpful. And I look forward to seeing the content that you make. All right, guys, see you in the next episode.